You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Titus with Kay Warheit. This is Kirk Bjorklund. Welcome to Five Good Minutes. Today we're considering Titus 2 and Kay Warheit, who has served as Director of Women's Ministry at our Wexford campus and Connections at our Butler campus, will be leading our thinking and conversation today and is part of just a great staff team here at Orchard Hill. Enjoy today. Today we continue in Titus chapter 2 reading the Apostle Paul's words to Titus, a missionary on the island of Crete, whom Paul called my true son in our common faith, Titus 1.4. We read about Paul's and Titus's travels together in the New Testament books of Galatians and 2 Corinthians. Paul wrote letters to encourage and to instruct these men and women who were the first Christian missionaries. We can read in the Bible that God is a God of order. The order of creation is found in Genesis 1 in the very first book of the Bible. First it was light, then water, dry land, vegetation, sun and moon to provide growth for the vegetation, then creatures, and finally mankind, who was created in the image of a good, just God. The attributes of God are found in Psalm 86, Proverbs 21, and Genesis 1. We, too, have a desire for an order of goodness and justice, or fairness, found in God's plan for man. From the system of good parenting, starting with infants, leading to adulthood, to the need for laws and accountability, we have a desire for order. In Titus 2.1, we have read that Paul's instruction was to teach what is in accord with sound or good doctrine, truth, and, and model your teaching so that no one will find fault with you and in this doctrine. In verses 2 and 6 in the second chapter of Titus, it says, Teach the older men first, so they will model the sound doctrine in their lives of respect, self-control, and solid, consistent faith, love, and endurance. Teach it to the younger men, and then they will see in your behavior the sound doctrine being lived out and will come to grow in their faith. In the NIV translation of the Bible, we read that training men and women has purpose in God's order for the work of the church, I read in Titus 2, 3 to 5 from the NIV version. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can train the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands in order that they would not malign the word of God. God's plan is for men and women to revere their short time on earth. When I read these words about women not being slanders and Titus, I'm aware once again how much we need to hear these words today. How easy it is to lose an hour or three when reading gossip on the internet. We really don't know what we read on the internet, if it's true or slander, but we know the Bible is truth. The other day I heard a comedian ask, men, did you ever have your wife mad at you? And then he said, let me rephrase that. Who here is married? Women, we are designed to be nurturing, and we can allow our emotions to lead us away from loving our husbands as God desires for us to love them. Years ago, I heard Dr. Dobson tell parents, no one will ever love your child as much as you do. When a person does not get a mother's or father's love at home, they will look somewhere else for it. I've often thought of that when I see kids who join gangs because they don't know a parent's love. In other words, there is order in a home when there is accountability on the part of the father and mother, accountability to God. 
Paul wrote to Titus that both men and women are to live lives of self-control in the home as well as in the world. I have a friend who works in a very tense, busy office. The pay is high, but so is the tension. My friend, a woman, has a newfound love for the Lord. She has found the freedom she lacked with religion, but is experiencing the freedom found in the forgiveness and love of Jesus. One day she told me in the middle of a small crisis, a young woman, young enough to be her daughter, stopped her in the middle of the tight office cubicles and asked my friend, why are you so different? My friend was taken off guard and could only ask, what do you mean? The girl told her she did not act like the rest of the people in the office when there was chaos. So my friend stopped and shared how Jesus had changed her life and through his power she sees the world in a different way that this is not all there is. It's about God. My friend said there was a noticeable silence throughout the office as she shared her story. When she was done, the young girl simply replied, huh, well, I guess if I want to find out more, I can just come to you. Do you mind? My friend is living out Titus 2 in her pure heart for Jesus and in her self-control in the workplace as well as in the home. Father, you are a God of order, not chaos. We thank you for that inborn desire you've created in us. Help us, Lord, to see the order that you have, that when we have you first and place you in our lives, the chaos is in the world, but not in us. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.